Hi, everybody. It's good old J.R. Jim Ross, a member of multiple halls of fame and the voice of AEW Wrestling. And you're listening to Bad Medicine Podcast, and you're going to like it. not casual is us when we're coming to you live, live. from the 13th floor of Nakatomi on, Plaza. On, what? 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 We got to oh. do... Whoa, whoa. Look, gotta look do at this guy. We gotta do, um, not to cut you off, Quinn, because Just cut you me deserve... Off. I know. You deserve like <laughs> the happy time for that. But first, we got to go and get into some real stupid dipshits that are called people. I shouldn't have give Dave that energy Are we still going to be live? <laughs> oh, we're still live. They're not. But... Uh, you know, people. Okay. Well, you know, I'm a little under the weather today, Dave, so next time you're going to cut me off, give me a heads up. Yep. Okay, Irick. go on. Irick. You know, people, this is a little PSA. If you're going to be out walking at night on a road, even with an animal like this person, a couple people were, and you do not wear reflectors or even have a stupid little flashlight on your phone, which God knows and it's everybody foggy. in this goddamn world has a goddamn thousand dollar cell phone that has a fucking flashlight on there. I'm telling you what, people. That's why they don't wow. have motorcycles. They have thousand dollar cell phones. I don't understand why you think it's cool to be dressed up in a black fucking coat, walking down the middle of a goddamn road whoa, where there's no goddamn whoa, street lights. Whoa. Jeez, I can feel the heat coming off of them already. It's, it's tell me I'm wrong though. I no, like this no, energy not. out of you. This God. is new. You know, I like it. You know what's funny here at the studios? <laughs> they just built all these new goddamn trails. Yep, all these walking nope, paths. No, nope, fuck it. I like walking down the road, but uh, these you know trails that. We <laughs> just bitched about Holy these shit, shows I'm that we just bitched kidding. about like all fucking five years that we lived here yep. we finally get them not nah, fuck it what i don't want you? don't want to use i don't want any goddamn well, trails around the studios we we fought not to get sidewalks we don't need sidewalks now nah, we'll fucking fuck put the sidewalks we put them in anyways so yeah. that nobody can use them the, the only thing sidewalks are for is that's where you're supposed to ride your bicycle everybody knows that <laughs> <laughs> you do not ride your bicycle on the road. That's right. Ride your bicycle on the are sidewalk. Gonna, are you going to be okay, though? No, I just don't get the <laughs> stupidity of these people but that gonna... want to wear no reflectors, yeah. have no well, cell phone well, light, Dave, no I, flashlight, my, my and new, walk down the middle of a black street. My new black North Face looks really good, though. <laughs> All right, I'm done. No. You, should I, see, I, I, you should see when the moonlight hits it, too. It looks mm-hmm. really nice. <laughs> Uh, no, I agree with you, Dave. I, uh, I, m- the neighborhood I live in uh, has a handful of streetlights on some streets, and then if you uh, you head up Grant, bust a left on whatever street it is, you know, White Oak. There's streetlights burnt out, and there's always the same fucking idiots 
walking their dogs, and they're they purposely dress like fucking Batman, okay? And then their dogs are black too. Like people have like two black labs, and I'm like. You assholes, it's only a matter of time before somebody's going to hit you with your car. Like, when we take our dogs out at night, they have reflective vests and blinking lights on them. Blinking lights and reflective... uh, Blinking lights and reflective vests, courtesy of our friends at Safety Pup XD. Check them out online. Friends of the podcast. (laughs) Shameless plug. But, um, no, but it it blows my mind because... And some of these people won't even walk on the sidewalks. They'll walk in the road dressed in black, no lights, and it's just dangerous. So it's like, use your head, people. If you're out late at night, wear some reflective shit, some lights, something. You know, it's just like... I am bad dog. And it's like they sell these, like... (laughs) They sell, like, those reflective, like... LED collars you put on the dog for they're like, like three five bucks. Yeah, yeah they're like five, five bucks, bucks three bucks. A blinking. Uh, I see a lot of people out riding bikes. Um, they have blinking lights on their backs or something. So if you're gonna go out at night, and this the thing that blows my mind is the one guy that's always it's always the same fucking road. He's, I swear to God, he's always <laughs> hey, walking Dave, anytime I'm gone? anytime I'm driving by. <laughs> he wears all black. Like you don't have an orange. Jacket somewhere or something that you could wear that would make you visible to people he's, driving. The reason by. I wear black is because Cash. that's what my soul is. Black. Just idiots. Well, well speaking of that, uh, <laughs> since Quinn, you were uh, talking about those intro, guys, fantastic intro. Okay, well, before I go into the intro, intro, yeah, that was hot. He did. He was really hot. And this Red hot. Just why don't we just roll? Anyway, fuck he, it. We'll fuck it. We'll do it live. <laughs> there it is. We'll oh, do it shout live. out to the uh, hey. Oh, what the fuck? A lot of places you can get a new light called the Guardian Angel Elite. Series wearable safety lights. Check them out. They're friends of the podcast. Real good stuff. Guardian Angel Elite Series wearable safety Can lights. I see? Check them out. Oh, oh, remember, I see? The, remember, those, uh, yeah. remember those like uh, bracelets you could slap on your wrist? Yep. Or, yeah, ju- they, or just they, get some of that shit from the state that, fair and walk around with that. <laughs> so they, those balloons. Well, they have that from, They have that at good old Walmart that you just slap on your wrist and it's reflective, so yep. you're good there. You're good these to things go. are legit. These are, are when you're not yeah, fucking the cops around. use those. That's that's the real deal, right? Yeah, Thanks for patrolling, officer. We're going to find them as a sponsor. Yep. So shout out yeah. to the Guardian Angel Elite series. You know what you should do, Dave? Every time you see someone in the dark, throw one of those at them. I was just going to say to Dave, <laughs> Dave, you should, you should go to like the yeah. dollar store. Or is it Dollar Tree that sponsors us? Or is it Family Dollar? Go to one of the dollar <laughs> stores. All of them. Go to one of the dollar stores and buy like the cheap ones that are like two dollars, and then just pull over and hand them to people. Here you go, asshole. Fucking and then, but then you're giving them something, so be like, uh, thanks. Can't What's really this say for? No. Well, I don't know. It's a black street. It's black out. I almost hit you with my car, and you almost dented my bumper. You That's asshole. Twice. I don't feel bad for right. you. I would have felt twice. bad for your dog. That does. I, I I would feel significantly more guilty about significantly more guilty about hitting somebody's dog than the owner. Well, the person yeah. should know better. They should know better. Why the, the dog's the, just the along dog for the ride. Yeah. Who, 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 like, why would you go out late at night, literally dressed in all black, walking your dog? Like, if you're gonna go dog out, don't want to go out at that time of night. He wants to take a nap. Yeah. <laughs> if you're gonna go out dressed in all black, like, do it to like you know to to be Batman or to rob somebody or something sketchy. You know, not to walk <laughs> your dog. Right. Yeah, the dog's like, oh, my God, fresh air. This is great. I can see everything except for my owner. What he's the like, fuck? He's like, hey, boss, what? Uh, <laughs> hey, why boss? are we taking a walk at 9 o'clock here? I was just curled up by the heater trying to go to sleep, and you're taking me out for a walk because you feel guilty about eating too much cheesecake? 
Give me a break here. Speaking of breaks, we'll be coming to you once again live from the 13th floor of Nakatomi Plaza. We are broadcasting from the Wayland Corporation studios nestled in the heart of the Fox Valley, overlooking the crystal clear waters of Lake Winnebago. Guys, the rain's been coming. I think by Saturday I should be able to be out on the bike and now all will be right with the world again because this is the Bad Medicine Podcast. Look at that. Some good news. For our fans, friends of the podcast. Well, I shouldn't use fans. Friends of the we podcast. Got the t-shirts in? Fans. We have, uh, we have Andrew's, Andrew's got fans. Shirts. We're getting there. Oh, okay. All right. Good news, folks. The studio's complete. This is where you, you play the applause oh, yeah, line. Oh, yeah. Hey! hey! Good job, Joey. You're not there fired yet. So we should be coming to you... Truly live and in living color. Literally now. Techno as vision. Uh, now I gotta wear two fucking, weeks. Now I gotta wear pants for this yep. shit. No, no two joggers. Weeks, and, two uh, weeks. Heads up, folks. We are taking a bye week because we uh, finally we've been going pretty hard. Since, we need some vacation. I think yep. August. Need a little time. So we're off. a bye week before a we bye uh, week. A bye week. Breaks are for losers. It, yes, it's, it's so we can crash diet so we can look great on so the podcast. That's right. Cam. We, we, we got to starve that's... ourselves like a Hollywood starlet so we can look good. <laughs> yeah, camera what adds is this 10 diet? pounds. Eat and throw up? <laughs> oh, nice. Way to go, Andrew. Way to attack the, the <laughs> not-so-sensitive subject of eating disorders right in the middle of our fucking podcast. <laughs> Jesus Christ with this guy. <laughs> So anyhow, Dave is correct. Uh, studios are uh, pretty much finished. We got a good? few, a few decorations. Uh, you know, give it a, give it a, you know, a little, little personal touch here. Um, but no, we're gonna be, uh, we're gonna be bringing you guys a YouTube show. So we're pretty excited about that. Obviously, we're gonna take the audio recording from the YouTube show. You're still gonna be able to find us on the podcast. But now you're just gonna be able to see how sexy Andrew is in person. Quinn with his, uh, his Dom Toretto necklace That's that he's gonna right. be wearing every week. My Batista sunglasses. Hey, I'll have mine as on. Andrew well. with his corduroy sport <laughs> coat with, with the blood stain on his shoulder. I might, I might have, I might have a different coat for next show. <laughs> right. What you got a blood stain on your shoulder <laughs> for? Don't yeah, ask. Don't do that. Somebody lipped off. Are we oh, all wearing? Gave him the old Conor McGregor shoulder <laughs> move. Shoulder. Who the fuck is this guy? Did, he <laughs> just, did you just hit him with his shoulder? Oh I, yeah, about four before. fucking times. Can we good, throw him out for that? I mean, he didn't throw a punch. What do we do? A, that'd be a good bar fight. <laughs> seeing somebody throw him with the shoulder. I called God. out shoulder block. He didn't hear it. Did I ever tell you guys what the time I almost got into it with the guy who wanted to do the push-up contest in the bar? Did I share that story on the podcast yet? <laughs> Not yet. Let's All right. reaction. No. So this is a good fucking yeah. story. I haven't told a story in a little while. <laughs> so you know, story. when I'm in my you know my mid twenties, I got to be pretty big, you know. And it's like when you start lifting and you're kind of big, like you're just whatever people ignore you. And then you get to a certain point, I think between like 230 and about 270, where then people like feel brave enough to challenge you. Like when I started pushing like 290, 300, then people were like, yeah, fuck, I ain't messing with this guy, (laughs) you know? But you get in that like sweet spot where every idiot thinks like they fucking got to like try to step up. Beach muscles. He's not really strong. Popcorn muscles. So I was uh, at the fucking, so I'm at the bar. On the avenue, right? I'm at the fucking bar, and this guy walks up to me. I'm there with a couple of my friends, and uh, I was I was pretty douchey in my early 20s, but I curtailed that pretty hard by the time I got to my late 20s. Not that I didn't still make bad decisions into my late 20s, and currently, um, I just toned the du- the douchiness down by my late 20s. And what you find is that people are going to assume that you're a meathead, so when you go out in public, 
you go out of your way to not do meathead things. You know, like if somebody's like, oh, let me see you flex your arm. Just, no, nah, I don't do that. Because, of course, <laughs> when you flex in public, like if somebody asks you, like, oh, can I see your abs or flex your arm? You can do it responding to their request. And you know, and that person knows, right, that you just responded to a request. But everybody else that didn't get the audio version just thinks, look at this fucking meathead showing off his abs in the bar. So it's baby New Year for Halloween again. So I went very far out of my way uh, when I got into my late 20s and early 30s not to look like a meathead. I I pulled a pretty hard 180 for my early and mid-20s. so I was at the bar on the Ave there with a couple friends, and this guy walks up to me. Like, you know when somebody, like, creeps up on your back shoulder, and all of a sudden you're like, hey, Kind of feel them coming. Hey, hey what's going yet. on, man? He's like, uh, yeah, sorry about that again. He's like, uh, what do you think about a push-up contest? <laughs> and my buddies just kind of turn away and shake their head. And I'm like, what? You know, what do you mean? He's like, what do you think about a push-up contest right here, right now? I'm on like, this floor? I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, so I need Is this a regulation I'm like, floor? I'm like, I'm like, what, what for? And he's like, well, let's do a push-up contest. And I gave him my default answer. I'm like, look, if you want to do some sort of contest to see who's stronger, I'll save us both a whole lot of time and, and energy. And I'm going to tell you right now, it's me. It's me all fucking day. It's not even close, you know? And the guy's like, yeah, no, on push-up contest, not about strength. It's about muscular endurance. I'm like, guy, we're in a fucking bar, Got you know? <laughs> And he's like, well, you you won't take my challenge? And he's got, like, a couple buddies, like, over his shoulder, kind of like his hype men, you know, right? And so they're kind of like, they're kind of like pumping him up a little bit. And I'm like, all right. I'm like, what's the bet? And uh, he's like, uh, he's like, I don't don't know, what what do you want to do this for? I said, let's just make it easy. Just round of drinks. You buy, you buy my buddies a round of drinks. If I win, I'll buy your, you and you and your buddies a round of drinks if you win, Right. And uh, this guy was in good shape, mind you. You know, small, but like ripped, yeah. you know, like good. Wiry. Like, good, like, a, like a wrestler. Wiry. Yeah, like wiry. Wiry. So this fucking guy gets down into, dude, you, you know, bar floors in uh, Wisconsin. Gross. <laughs> so this fucking guy gets down on the bar floor. Bare hands? On a busy Saturday night, bare hands, uh. and starts banging out push-ups. And I'm not going to lie. This motherfucker was good, right? So he's just <laughs> boom, boom, boom. You know, he's a wiry little ripped dude. And, you know, two minutes, you know, his buddies are cheering him on and shit. Yeah, yeah, my buddies are just fucking shaking their head. One of my buddies, I think it was Brian, was like, you're not really going to fucking do this, are you? <laughs> I'm like, well, you know, bet's a bet. <laughs> <laughs> this you, guy did you, push-ups. I swear to God, it seemed like a fucking hour. Like, this guy's, <laughs> you know, because he got to the point where, you know, he's banging him out. And then you get one to the top and you take, like, a breath or two. Like, he was going for every single rep. So by this point in the bar, like, everybody's fucking watching, you know, and the bartenders are like, what the? fuck's going on yeah. here and you know i was probably i want to say about 285 to you know well i know a little bit smaller than that um i just said two minutes ago i was in with my fucking smaller like people still want to fuck with me stage but whatever but people are like oh well, you know this guy must be going up next and this guy like he like i said he fucking dragged out the last few reps too you know like way you know his buddies were cheering yeah, him on there should be a limit as to how long you can rest <laughs> in yeah. between this fucking guy must have done a thousand push-ups he gets up fucking hands are just covered uh, in shit dude he's got bar shit from the floor on his shirt and everything hands are fucking black people are like oh you know waiting to see the next move and uh i turn and i'm like what are you drinking He's like, what? I said, what are you drinking? What, what do you mean? I said, hey, bartender, I need three Bud Lights for these guys. He's like, 
what are, you, what are you doing? I'm like, you don't seriously think I'm going to get down and do fucking push-ups in the middle of a bar on a Saturday night, do you? He's like, so what? what, uh, what? I'm like, I can't do that many push-ups. I said, I'm fucking 10 times stronger than you, but I can't do that many push-ups. And even if I could, I wouldn't do them on a Saturday night in a bar. But like, good with you guys or what? He was like, <laughs> and everybody just started fucking laughing. The guy was sweaty. His shirt's covered oh, in shit. Because like he was doing good push-ups all the way down, yeah, you know? Yeah. God, what a great story. The look on his face, and I'm like, I'm not doing fucking push-ups in a bar. Here, here, I was worked pi- him. here I was picturing you like, hey, I need some napkins for your hands, and then you mm. wanted a bar towel to put so your shirt wouldn't get <laughs> nah, dirty. Man. I always used to get people come up to me and shit, and that was always my asshole, like, I'm not, like, going to play into your stupid <laughs> bar request response. I, I would, And it, it's not so much anymore, but people would come up and ask, oh, do oh, you want to arm wrestle? And I'd be like, what? I would always act like stupid. What? Well, what? What? What do you mean? What for? Right. Well, right. well what, you know, when, when you ask somebody why they want to arm wrestle, I don't, I don't know to arm wrestle. I, I know you want to arm wrestle <laughs> me. Typical guy response, right? I know you want to arm I didn't wrestle think me. That you, just, far ahead. You, you just, you just ask. <laughs> Trick but, question. Uh, what I'm asking, what I'm asking you is, why do you want to arm wrestle me? Well, I don't, I don't know, I don't know, man. I'm like, I'll tell you why you want to arm wrestle me because I'm the biggest dude in the bar, and you want to prove that you're stronger than me. Again, sorry for that. You might be a better arm wrestler than me, just like that guy might be a better golfer and that guy might be a better ball basketball player. But if this is about who's stronger, it's me. And it's not even fucking close. Are these your friends right here? Yeah, yeah. yeah what? What? Your friend wants me to arm wrestle. Uh, I don't arm wrestle in bars because people Icky, think I'm a meathead. Ew, people think I'm a meathead <laughs> as it is. But uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fix your bet here. I'm 10 times stronger than your fucking friend here. It's not even close. And if we want to do something outside of a bar, uh, any time you want to come to the gym, I'll buy you a fucking day pass. Uh, whatever you can do, <laughs> pick squat, bench, deadlift, anything that's, you know, powerlifting-ish. And whatever you do uh, once, I'll do 15 times without warming up. It's me. The answer is me. And it was See, no, 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 no. You're not the answer. Oh, easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so easy with that. See, now, right? if you had a pickup truck, you could just drive around with a fucking deadlift bar in the back and some weights and roll that bitch Holy out anytime fuck, you were challenged. He really did that. Well, he fucking went to the pickup truck. And then bar. the loser would have to watch Fast and Furious. Speaking so. of, uh, <laughs> yeah. speaking speaking of deadlifts. Speaking, speaking of deadlifts. And strong guys. And where were you? Bjornsson pulled out. Uh, he pulled 1026 this year, but he... <sighs> When he, he was, hit a thousand, that, that friend was, of the podcast, uh, I tell you, he, he was pulled ten forty six last year. But I tell you what, uh, Half Thor plays his uh, his strongman competition smart. He really he really does. So there's been times where he's won, and they're like, "Do you want to go for the record or the next lift?" And he's kind of like, "No, nah, I've got other exercises. I'm good." So, but yeah. you have to be smart because, like like any other lifting thing, egos are usually where you end up getting injuries. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you he have discussed he, this before. Leave your ego at the, at door, the door when you go yeah, to the gym. But, uh, so Half Thor got a thousand twenty six, uh, pretty easy. Yeah, I mean, it, he made it look easy. I should say. I'm Worse. sure. I'm sure he was struggling. <laughs> yeah. But he well, didn't go. He does for that cool kind of like roll in technique, and then he pulls it up. Some which guys is different like to. Some, some guys, guys like to roll. Yep. You. Uh, some guys like to roll the bar back, and right when it gets to where they want. Um, they go up. Some guys prefer a, a static lift, yeah. but um, no. So prefer? I was at. Uh, I, I yeah, do, say we should do a proper I don't, intro. I don't ever yeah. max out on deadlifts. So, oh, but okay. even when I start like a heavier set with reps, um, I'll roll it back like that too. You it's do just, roll it. Yeah, okay. yeah. But, I always uh, kept it stable. Static. 
Static. Sorry, Stable. I didn't know the proper term. Stable is a good term, Meathead. too. Stable is a good term, too. But so, yeah, so I was at the Arnold Schwarzenegger Classic this last weekend. One of the big highlights of my year, uh, the Arnold, along with the Olympia, the, the two biggest events in the world. Um, crazy. It looked like a fun time if you followed your social media. It looked like it was a lot of fun yeah, there. Yeah, crazy. With you and a friend of the podcast, Derek. Can't say his last name. Obviously, Delavu. Delavu. <laughs> yeah, no, we we had a great time. So um, I was brought on uh, by the promoters of the Arnold Classic to uh, produce their social media content for Facebook and Instagram. So um, combined, they have like four point one or two million followers. So um, uh, when somebody trusts you with that uh, that kind of workload, it was uh, you know it was a privilege for me. I hope every but, other post um, was the Bad Medicine podcast. <laughs> it's just slipping. Dave, what the fuck is this? Yeah, what's uh, what's the that bad? water? Where's oh, that watermark? I meant to post that on my personal page. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Uh, Mr. Oak, I want to talk to you a little bit about this bad medicine podcast. Why is it still on my feed? It is fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's fantastic. It's huge. It's pumped up, but I don't know why it's That's here. That's a terrible impression. <laughs> <laughs> That's Andrew's best Arnold. But, uh, I've never heard it in a mic, so no. I didn't really know. So it was uh, it, it it was a little crazy though because of because uh, yeah, of the stuff with the coronavirus, right? So you know the expo got canceled and uh, it was kind of a, an interesting situation um, with everything going. <clears throat> but so I've had a lot of people message me about what happened with the Arnold Classic. So there's a lot of stuff that I do in the fitness industry where I don't necessarily talk about behind the scenes sort of stuff because it's not stuff that necessarily needs to be discussed in public or it's just not appropriate for me to discuss in public. But I'm going to tell all you guys right now what happened at the 2020 Arnold Classic Inside behind the scenes. So uh, again, I got brought on to do their social media for the weekend to manage their Instagram and Facebook content. So I was in uh, uh, very close communications with the promoter um, in the weeks leading up to the contest. As of noon on Tuesday, him and I spoke because there was people starting to buzz about the expo or the event being canceled with the coronavirus. Um, So uh, as of noon on Tuesday, uh, I had spoken to the promoter. He said everything was still a go. Uh, everybody's blowing up my phone. Hey, there's a press conference coming up about the Arnold. Five o'clock, five hours later, Arnold and the mayor of Columbus get on and say, because of the public health concern, because they're going to have 250,000 people from all over the globe at the expo on Friday and Saturday, in the interest of public health and public safety, we're canceling the expo. Um, so instantly, a huge blow to the exhibitors. Uh, as far as expos, it's the biggest expo in the United States, um, the, the biggest expo event pretty much in the world. We have FIBO in Germany, but that's a little bit more of a, it's, it's more of an industry. Like they have like gym equipment and, and different stuff where the Arnold, you uh, know, supplements and gear, stuff like that. So the Arnold Expo is, is the biggest in the world. And this just gets canceled. So people are freaking out. Exhibitors are freaking out. I know a lot of people in the supplement industry that had, you know, they planned for this all year long. So people obviously were, were kind of going crazy. Um, the initial information that came out was that they were only going to have professional bodybuilding and the IFBB professional, you know, f- women's physique, men's physique, bikini, those events, the professional bodybuilding and the professional strongman. And what transpired over the course of the next couple of days was Bob Lormer and Jim Lormer 
and Arnold Schwarzenegger worked their asses off and fought tooth and nail with the city of Columbus and the state of Ohio for the athletes and for the spectators that were there. And I need to make that crystal clear. And it the, the, the work that their team put in for the athletes was unbelievable. And I left first thing Wednesday morning, okay? First thing Wednesday morning, I got on the road not knowing what was even going to happen because I messaged Bob a little bit later. Uh, he hadn't gotten back to me. And so I said, you know what? I'm going to hit the road. A little busy. It's a little busy. A, absolute, was, so, absolutely. You know. So about a nine-hour drive for me to Columbus, I didn't even find out that I still needed to be there till I was halfway through <laughs> Indiana, right? But I'm like, I'm going to go. So I get there on Wednesday. Um, again, my job there is social media content. I got pulled into a little bit of PR stuff. Bob and I did a video. And Wednesday night, we put out a video on Facebook and Instagram on the Arnold Sports page saying spectators were still going to be allowed. So again, Jim and Bob and Arnold went to bat for everybody, and they said, look, we understand that the city and the state have concerns about there being 250,000 people from all over the globe at the expo. We understand that, even though we don't want to cancel it. Make no mistake about it. Arnold and, and the promoters and their team did not want to cancel uh, no, the wow. expo. Um, and, but uh, so we came out with a press release on Wednesday night. Some of you guys saw my video with Bob Lormer saying spectators are still allowed. And uh, the way they saw it and the argument they presented to the city and to the state was you guys aren't going to be canceling the Cleveland Cavaliers game. You guys aren't going to be right. canceling this Ohio State basketball game coming up where you have 20,000 fans, 10,000 fans. You're not going to be canceling this hockey game coming up. And I think there was even a Comic-Con um, in Cleveland or something else going on this weekend. And so they had all these events where all these spectators were going to be there that the city and the state weren't canceling, yet they were saying the spectators couldn't come. So, again, the promoters of the Arnold and Arnold and Arnold's PR manager, Daniel, um, great guy, by the way. You got to just can you imagine being Arnold's PR guy? <laughs> this guy's he's just he's just a fucking rock star. He's cool. But it's funny. Anyway, anyhow, um, hey, friend of the podcast, he yeah, should be friend of the podcast. Yeah. Huge. So fan anyhow, of we released this video Wednesday night. Now, mind you, Tuesday when the information came out, Arnold and Bob and Jim Lormer were still playing very nice with the city and the state because they have a longstanding relationship. The Arnold's been in Columbus. This would have been, this is 32 years. So everybody's playing nice. Wednesday, when the, the team was fighting for the athletes and fighting for the competitors, you know, they, it, it, it became a struggle. And, you know, the promoters said, look, first off, we're not only having professional strongman and professional bodybuilding. There's 22,000 athletes that have been working their ass off for some a year, some six months, some their entire lives for this weekend. And by you telling us that we can have the IFBB pro portion and the pro strongman portion, that eh, leaves about you know 21,850 athletes that are still going to cancel us. And Bob Lormer and Jim Lormer and Arnold said, no way. We are having our athletes perform. We'll work on the spectator thing, but we are having our athletes perform. So there was that. Um, again, we made the announcement Wednesday night that spectators were going to be allowed. Uh, <clears throat> the way they were looking at it, the only way the city of uh, Columbus and the state of Ohio was going to stop that from happening was two ways. Declare a public state of emergency, which we knew they weren't going to do. There's no corona cases in Ohio, or at least there wasn't this weekend. I think there's something like there might be three there now. Um, or with a court order. Now, we knew they weren't going to declare a, a public state of emergency because of the fact that 
they would have to shut down local government, schools, and all that. Right. And they didn't have any ground to stand on to do it. The second option they would have would be to file a court order. And, you know, I think rightfully so. They were thinking, well, you know, we've been coming here for 32 years. You know, we bring in over $50 million. Yeah, we really want to lose this. There's <laughs> no way that, you know, we're, we're playing hardball. There's no way the city's going to take action with the courts over us. You know, we're going to have our spectators. We've already shut down the expo. The 250,000 people from across the world you're worried about not happening. Well, in the wee hours of the morning, the news came out. And the headlines, you guys can see it all over. Mayor and governor ready to stand fast with legal charges against Arnold Classic promoters. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden you saw about 32 years of relationships. I don't want to say go up in smoke, but from a PR standpoint, that happening was actually good for the Arnold Classic because then it became clear to the fans, it became clear to the athletes, it became clear to the exhibitors, it became clear to everybody that this was not the promoters deciding to cancel these events or being wishy-washy yep. with who they wanted to let. This was literally the Arnold Classic promotional team and Arnold versus the city in the state, which was uncharted waters for everybody because that relationship has been incredibly strong over the course of a lot of years. And so by a court order, the athletes uh, could still compete in all the sports, but they couldn't have general attendance spectators. So you couldn't just sell tickets to come in and watch the strongman, prejudging um, both uh, day one and day two on Friday and Saturday for the IFBB professional events was general seating. So they weren't allowed to come in there. So you still had people at finals on Friday and finals on Saturday. This final strongman event was Saturday night. But um, the, the, the big takeaway from this weekend is, <clears throat> excuse me, like I'm, I'm a little hoarse here. The big takeaway from the Arnold Classic weekend for me was how much work Bob and Jim Lorimer and Arnold Schwarzenegger put in for the fans, for the spectators who did show up, not even knowing if they were going to be able to see anything. Right. There was a lot of people who had no idea. And I know friends from Wisconsin that drove there saying, you know what, we're not sure what's going on, but we're going to go because we don't want to miss it if they do allow something. And so Bob and Jim and Arnold fought tooth and nail for those fans. Wednesday night, I was sitting next to Arnold's personal PR manager, and he was on a FaceTime with Arnold. I'm not going to sit here and be like, yeah, I was FaceTiming with Arnold, but I was right there when they were having their meeting. Just leaning and in. Hi. <clears throat> so, right? Did you put over the podcast to him? Yeah, I said, hey, Ar hey, hey, hey just lean over <laughs> Arnold. By the way, the podcast. No. But put so, it on Instagram. So, so Arnold's PR manager was on a FaceTime call with Arnold. It was Wednesday night. I was sitting right next to him because we were going over a few things when Arnold FaceTimed him. And this wasn't Arnold in front of any cameras. This wasn't Arnold doing a media thing. This wasn't Arnold doing anything for business. This is Arnold on a personal FaceTime call with his public relations manager saying that there is no way that we are not letting these athletes compete. He's like, I know what it's like to work like this. These people have busted their butts. Some people have worked their whole life for this. And he's like, we are having these people compete. He's like, we will work out the details of the spectators, but these athletes, they are still going to compete. And, you know, you, you wonder what goes on behind the scenes when there's as much money involved as there is for the Arnold Schwarzenegger Classic, uh, whether this is something, you know, an opportunity for Arnold to add another zero to his bank account or whatever. 
in that one FaceTime call. And, and, and I've had a chance to, you know, to see Arnold at these events and you can tell how passionate he still is about oh, the sport of bodybuilding. Yeah. yeah, you can see in the video. He owes his whole life to, to this whole sport, you but know, to see that call where there was no cameras rolling, there was no media to impress. How many people nothing. were in on this? It was just you, it him, was, well, and it was the PR. No, so we were we were at dinner, and it was uh, we were. I was going a few things with Arnold's PR guy, and there was a couple other people at the table, and I was sitting next to Arnold's PR guy when he took the FaceTime call. Again, I'm not trying to be like, oh, I had a meeting with Arnold. But well, I get that, but I was just like, right, who right. Was so it was a very, it was a very, on the yeah, conversation. It was, it was a very well, it was just Arnold and his PR yeah. guy, but it was okay. a very small group of people at this. That's dinner. what I was. And um, getting to, and Arnold, I tell you what, man, it was a, like I said, it was a private call, and Arnold was incredibly passionate about the fact that a lot of athletes worked very hard, and that spectators, you know, spend their hard-earned money to come to his right. event, take a couple of days off work, save their money right, to get right. there. I and heard so, they're coming from other countries. Yeah, yeah, eighty countries across the world, and so to see, and it was a little bit frustrating for me because the first like thirty-six hours between their announce, they canceled the expo to when it became very clear that this was a city and state versus the Arnold people, there was a lot of negative uh, comments about Arnold and Bob and Jim and the promoters of the event, people thinking... Yeah, like, well, until they found out what was really going on, you know? And so behind the scenes, I'm watching Bob on his phone, like, nonstop. Arnold, you know, is, is calling his PR guy nonstop. His PR guy is running around trying to take care of stuff. And the the work that they put in to make sure that this event was as good as possible for the athletes first and foremost, but for the fans that were there, I, I, I was blown away. Yeah. Well, I mean, to look at it on the outside and just to be able to see them be able to cut through all that bureaucratic red tape that I'm sure they had to do That's in, exactly in the time frame they did where you've got a bunch of rules are rules type of people that I, that's what I like to call them. Rules are rules people. That doesn't make any sense, but that's the rules. That's what we're going to follow. And like to your point about how, well, you're not going to shut down the Cavaliers. You're not going to shut down if it was the Browns or, you know, whoever was playing, um, you know, that's, that's amazing that they were able to get through all that red tape and get through all these thick headed bureaucrats and make this happen. For yeah. The and it was well, um, incredible. Well, cause my thing was also like, I would picture the you know the mayor of Columbus being like the mayor from Jaws, being like, "We're still going to keep going because that's a huge economy boost it, it, to Columbus." Yeah. I mean, yeah, you have the you have Ohio State, you know, doing whatever, but like you said, two hundred and fifty thousand people come in just for the Arnie every year, so that's a huge boost. Because I mean, I, like I've seen Man vs. Food, where he talks about this one restaurant gets a huge boost because all the all the big uh, strongmen go there and get this one burger that's there, so that's huge revenue for them. The yeah. uh, the city of Columbus was also a very uh, I don't want to say a big loser in here, but they were they came out on the losing yeah, end. Yeah, so they this came off looking yeah. worst. No, no, yeah, I mean, well, I mean, the, I'm sorry, the 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 businesses in the city of yes. Columbus really Suffered. took, took yeah. the brunt of all this. Now, I will also say, you know, there was a lot of exhibitors. You know, I'm, I have good relationships, a lot of supplement company owners, and they put a lot into this and there was rumors in the beginning like they weren't going to be you know reimbursed at all and there was so much false information mm. at first there was a ton of false information out there before again the promoters and arnold and arnold's pr team decided that we were going to say hey look this is us versus the city and so it was a it was a very rough 
um, 36 hours between when it was announced that it was going to be canceled on Tuesday and Thursday morning until the general public started realizing how this was playing out. Mm. Um, but again, I could not have been more impressed with the entire Arnold team, not just Bob and Jim Lorimer and Arnold, but all of their, their, their top media people, all of their press, all of their organizers. Uh, Mike Davies, the guy who organized uh, the Arnold Amateur, um, which is an NPC Worldwide competition. Um, Mike, this guy, he, he promotes this show every year. This guy. Um, they, were, they weren't going to allow they weren't going to allow the amateur competition and you had almost a thousand amateur just bodybuilding and fitness athletes that's a huge event yeah well that's what happens when you've got people who don't know picking and choosing people what's going to happen these people have been dieting for you know 16 weeks 20 weeks money travel everything yep. and some of these people you know you train specifically for a show for a year yeah, and we we honestly didn't even know until you know halfway through the day on Wednesday whether the amateur you know, bodybuilding competition was going to take place, the MPC Worldwide competition, the promoter of that, Mike Davies, just working his ass off because he's got all these athletes that, you know, that count on him, you know, because they've already made the investment. And so, um, again, you know, if you, if you ever had any questions as to whether promoters of these events are, are just out there to, to make line this their own money pockets. and line their mm-hmm. own pockets and stuff, look, I'm never going to sit here and tell you that the, you know, the promoters of the Arnold Classic don't make money, but holy shit, if you guys would have seen the behind-the-scenes work that went into making this event, even what it was, there was a packed house on Saturday when people found out they could still come and watch the finals. Um, you had a ton of people still show up, so the the crowd was wild. Uh, the show was incredible, and that was one of the another one of the disappointing things. Like this was one of the best Arnold lineups in years. You had three former Arnold Classic Ohio champions and Dexter Jackson, or excuse me, four, Dexter Jackson, William Bonac, Victor Martinez, and Cedric McMillan. Then uh, you had Johnny Jackson, who's won the Arnold Classic South Africa, Steve Kuklo, who's won the Arnold Classic Brazil. So you had six Arnold Classic champions there. You had Big Ramy competing yeah, and, for and his those first. are guys, even if you're, uh, to your point, Dave, a casual fan of bodybuilding, yeah. maybe you pick up a copy of Muscle and Fitness every now and then or Muscular Development or whatever the magazine might be, you're going to know these guys' names. Yeah, Dexter you know? Jackson uh, was 50 years old at this competition, got second, got runner-up. Um, came out came <laughs> out man strength. And Dexter is just, uh, he's, he's a an old farmer too. <laughs> Dexter's a vampire. We don't know how he looks as good as he does at 50. <laughs> but this was his, this was his final, uh, he's retiring after the Olympia this year. So this was his last Arnold classic. He's won it more than anybody in history. He's got more professional wins than anybody in history. And it would have been really sad to see, um, him in front of an empty crowd on Saturday night. He was yeah. in front of a packed house. Yeah. Um, the MC, uh, Tony Doherty, Oh, a friend of the podcast. Uh, Tony's I, a good friend. Oh, good Tony. Good Tony's a, Tony's hey, Tony. A, Tony promotes. Uh, no, he's Australian. So <laughs> I don't know. You're just assuming over there. <laughs> no. He's a friend of the podcast. Tony, you know he's not Tony. Tony promotes the uh, the Arnold Classic uh, Australia, which we're certainly hoping still goes on. They have a Formula One race is down in Melbourne like yeah. the week before, so Tony's. You know, confident that um, you know they're not going to cancel the Formula One races, and that you know makes again for a good argument for them. Hey, look, you let you know hundreds right. of thousand people come for these races. But Tony gave a great speech about Dexter. Had the whole you know giant standing ovation, people going nuts. Dexter got kind of emotional on stage, which is a little weird to see, but it just really brings like this human component. Like right. he's not just like some rock star like bodybuilder who's you know just kind of like in this different world, but. Um, but the Arnold Classic was a great event. Uh, 
Half Thor Bjornsson winning uh, his third Arnold Classic Strongman title, so I, that was uh, impressive. Quinn, you, like you were watching a lot of it live was. stream. Yeah, I was watching the the friends of the podcast uh, Rogue had their live stream up, and it, you know, fantastic coverage. You know, for you know, because a lot of times you know you watch those live streams, and you know they'll be kind of jumpy, they'll, the the feed will screw up, there'll be stuff not going on. These guys did a fantastic job of. Um, not only educating you as a fan, if you were watching it, as to you know what was going on, the different events, the competitors' strengths and weaknesses, and that sort of thing. Uh, the, the coverage was outstanding, and and it was really good the way they had it done up on just on YouTube. You just you know watched it, and uh, yeah, we me and my dad watched most of the. Um, most of the um, what are they called the elephant deadlift? I think they the were elephant, called the elephant bar. Deadlift. Yeah, the elephant bar. Deadlift. We watched most of that. Hey, quick question: yeah. uh, Was the uh, ladder plywood applied this year, <gasps> or ladder I shingle? I was disappointed. That's that, you know, they did I, not I have the plywood. About, I, I talked to the promoters, and they said, <laughs> you know, maybe Pass. maybe next year the the four sheets of plywood up the ladder. Yeah. Carry what what others? Well, what the, other shingles, the shingles, the up the shingles up the ladder. Shingles up the, it, was the shingles, it was the shingles up the ladder. Well, it could be both because you need the balance for the plywood, but you then you need both. the brute strength for the shingles. Yeah. So we talked on a previous podcast. If you've joined us anytime <laughs> recently. Uh, we talked on one of the earlier podcasts I joined in on how cool it would be to see one of these strongman competitions, but incorporate the, everyday incorporate life. Like, who's, who's throwing stones on like the top construction of the strength? Like yeah. how many sheets of plywood you can carry? At, you know, they did the they did the stones. You had to pick the stones up over your yep. head, throw it down, yep. then you had to carry the Husafeld stone. They could have finished instead of carrying the Husafeld stone. They could have finished with the six sheets of four by eight plywood. Carry. Oh that my god, that nice. would have been great. Three quarter inch for sure. But I got you. I got just uh, guy. Nobody's fucking carrying guy. six sheets of three quarter inch well, plywood. I was just saying. I could see Except Thor like carrying. I could see Thor. <laughs> pay- <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's carrying it like a dinner platter. That's exactly what I was saying. He's like a waiter walking through. Like, oh, I got like four, she- four sheets of half inch plywood <laughs> is heavy. Six sheets of three quarter inch. You get the fuck out of town. Dude, 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 men in the world, are yeah, they dude, not? You just, you just, guy, you just showed us the video of him freaking throwing that ninety pound thing. <laughs> so, so okay, yeah. So, yeah so, here's so we'll do a little strongman uh, wrap up. So on yep. day one, they started off with. Um, the tri- they called it trial by stone. So they started off with two stones they had to pick up and press over their head. I think was one was like 275. Yeah, it was 275. Oh, and one was 300 or something. Uh, and they yeah. had the stone, they had to press it. Then they had like the round stones they had to pick up and set on the barrel. Yep. Then they had to pick up a heavy, like almost like triangle shape stone. We call it the Husafeld stone. And like run across like uh, 50 feet, 50 feet yeah. and then drop it. So it was kind of a, a stone over the head press, a pick it up and set it on a barrel press, then a run with it. Um, Mateusz Kieselowski, I think Kieselowski, um, won that one and after got second. He did He did the whole thing in I think 44 seconds yeah, or something ridiculous. Uh, Jesus. Really impressive young yeah. Polish kid. Now, now Give Half me three years, I'll get it done. is about 6'9". I think he was 4'45". Yeah, um, Mateusz is about 6'7". 360. So uh, Mateos is still, yeah, Mateos is still giant, but Half Thor is just it's almost a different level. Yeah. Mountain. So the second event they did was the bag over bar. So they had a 15, <laughs> they had a 15 foot bar. And what they did is they started off with bags that were like, I think f- like 45 or 50 pounds or something like that. And basically it had like a handle on it, almost like a kettlebell, but like a sandbag. And you stand there and you swing it down in between your legs and throw it backwards up over the bar. And it was so hilarious when Half Thor came 
and tossed his first bag because <laughs> it was like the fucker almost went up in the rafters. <laughs> it gets know? hung up. <laughs> and some of the other guys, you know, and these – look, every guy that was there, these are literally the strongest guys in the world. So even the guy who takes last place is like, you know, just obnoxiously strong. But some of these other guys, like even with the first few sandbags, were struggling – and I swear to God, after I was going to hit the rafters, <laughs> it was one of those lifts where it, it, people were just like, what, what the fuck? You know? <laughs> like, like, what's going on? But um, um, uh, Mikhail uh, Shivlikov, I don't mm-hmm. know if you saw that, they were the Russian guy that's always got the beret yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. He, was, he, he had, had an ankle in an gnarly sprained ankle. Yeah. And we, saw, we saw him Sunday. He was still, okay, his, sprained his, ankle. His ankle on Sunday. Yeah. I saw him Sunday. Uh, his ankle was... Fucking purple. He I still up. did like a 900 fucking pound pull deadlift. deadlift on one the, fucking ankle. On one you want to talk about a bat? Now, this guy's like Russian special forces. He's yeah. like a legit badass. Right? And, uh, but I saw him on Sunday at his ankle all taped up and it like all the way up almost to his knee was just <laughs> fucking purple. And I'm like, this dude did that shit on that leg. I went up to talk to him. That was insane. I went up to talk to him, and he's not one of the <laughs> guys. Him in the ankle. He's not one of the guys that I know real well. Like I'll BS with. I'm not going to pretend like I'm tight with Thor, but I'll BS with him sometimes. I'll BS with you know Mateus and some of the other guys. Uh, but I don't know. But I went up, so I was like, I'm like, man, wow, that's you know, that's crazy that your ankle looks like that. And I talked for probably two minutes, like I do, without letting him get a word in. <laughs> and he's like, I don't, I don't, no, spe- I, I don't speak good English. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't understand any of it. Like, oh, uh, good job, uh, you know. And this uh, hurty yeah, purple I, color. <laughs> kind of felt like, uh, kind of felt like an idiot. But um, so half Thor. Won the uh, the bag over the bar <laughs> toss in, in crazy fashion. He ended up getting like 90 pounds and just flung it up over. <laughs> and I mean, just flung up the 90 pounds. It's like, and, imagine uh, you're playing cornhole and you just threw that beanbag way up in the yeah, air. That's nonchalant. what he made at 90 That's pounds what it like, looked yeah, like when yeah. he showed us the video. Um, so... But I think they were offering him like $5,000 if he could throw like a 100-pound bag over the bar. He's like, no, I'm good. Yeah. So Half Thor very much leaves his ego uh, in check when he does his competitions because he's smart knowing that he has other competitions. And so sometimes with the crowd going and stuff like that, you want to push it and you want to just do the craziest yeah, stuff possible. The adrenaline possible. starts going a little bit. But you also have to be smart because there's other events. And so it doesn't, you know, if he's already got first place, it doesn't pay to wear himself out. But uh, then they did the Wheel of Pain. For those of you who haven't seen the original movie, Conan, um, it is a giant. What's the matter with you? It's with a Conan giant O'Brien? wheel. So basically, what it is is it's like a, like a star shape of giant logs, and it weighs twenty thousand pounds, and you have to like push these arms in a circle. And oh, if you Google yeah. like Conan Wheel awesome. of Pain, they did an exact replica yeah, from the original mm-hmm. Conan movie. Yeah. But it was twenty thousand pounds. The arms were like thirty-five feet across. It was over twenty feet tall. Uh, Mateus won that one too. Half Thor actually got third in that event. Um, so Mateus won. Yeah, he was uh, winging the three events. The first day. Um, but Half Thor got second in the stone carry and third, and then Mateus got like third in the uh, in the bag toss. So everything was pretty even. But uh, going into day two, they had the elephant bar deadlift. Now, elephant bar bends a little. So you have like your Ohio or Texas bars or whatever that are very rigid bar that even regardless yeah, there was of how a much, lot of movement. Not, not much, only up and down, but forwards and backwards yeah, out of so the bar. So how much weight? Uh, you can. It doesn't matter how much weight you put on, like some of the other bars. So Eddie Hall, I believe, is still the world record holder for a regular 
deadlift with a bar that won't bend. Now, the elephant bar bends a little bit, um, which any sort of instability makes it a harder lift, mm-hmm. but it looks more impressive for the crowd yeah, to have the bar. Yeah, it looks cool. To that, have the bar that's bend. the most important thing, Dave. It's looking cool. It looks cool. Uh, so Hafter did 1,026. Now, last year he did 1,046, but it was in front of like a sea of people at the expo, just roaring, yep. you know. And mm-hmm. so uh, so he did 1,026, and he won with that, so he didn't bother to go any higher, right? Um, which is another smart move by him. Then after that, they did the... Um, Got so just before you move on, I was watching some of those guys doing the elephant bar, and I was like getting anxiety when I was watching <laughs> them getting it like halfway up, and their whole fucking bodies just shaking, and they're trying to get this thing up. I'm watching this on YouTube. I was like, ah, oh, Jesus, like I'm getting uncomfortable watching Quinn, this. Quinn Quinn for his back watching the deadlift. Well, and then what I love is like since they're able to still get people in there to watch, imagine trying to just do that in front of an empty yeah. arena, trying to do that. Yeah. You, you can't feed off the crowd like a lot of those guys are. They still had. Uh, they still had they still had spectators in or not spectators but they still had coaches and trainers and family members they allowed in so it it wasn't the same energy as if you had a full crowd mm-hmm. andrew but again they still had they had, fam- had people they there. had some family yeah, members coaches, there some yeah. coaches some trainers and so there was people cheering and the people who were there to cheer um were, were super super loud so they you know they still had to abide by the no spectator rules but they made sure that the the friends and the family which they probably i don't i don't know how the the city and the state would have responded to that but they did yeah. allow you know half thor had like fucking i don't know like 30 people yeah he had a whole Iceland. army of people all wearing the same shirts yeah, and everything yeah, yeah you know and like all these guys yeah, have their friends I and was family there come <laughs> but uh oh yeah it was, there. It was me I, the wish, guy. I wish i was the guy from my but uh, they around. did the timber carry where they had to carry the 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 thing up the ramp and mateus won that too and then going into finals half thor was just ahead of um, mateus but he was ahead enough to where um even if he got second place he still would win so mateus it was a dumbbell over the head and mateus broke his own world record did a 320 pound dumbbell with one hand and what's that do you, do you remember what that dumbbell's called i i knew before I we know, started the, the show it's they, called the really fucking heavy yeah they dumbbell. call it well, yeah, i thought they had like a specific name for yeah, it they do, like no, they, and it was the they, winner had to put it over their head they and they do so it was cool because they had all these these heavy like circus dumbbells and then they had a couple <laughs> of, they had like a couple of like really shiny stainless steel ones and you can check out so if you go to the arnold sports instagram page or the arnold sports facebook page um we posted like a backstage all access video and uh you can see the the video did you try to lift any of them dave you you had to try at least one. oh you did when they had the wheel of pain nobody's around when they had the wheel of pain last year um there was a handful (laughs) of people like like going in and trying to push it and finally the rogue people are like everybody get off it you know (laughs) well how could you not yeah yeah because everybody wanted to see how heavy it was But um, but so Mateo, dude, three hundred twenty pounds, and he just—I mean, it's kind of a push-up, and you're ducking and getting kind of under it, almost right. like a, like a, a snatch, you know, or whatever. Yep. But um, yeah, but so Mateus sick. won, and then half the came out after that, and he only had to get like like two hundred and ninety-five pound dumbbell up, and he won, and so he went for the same one that Mateus got, and he just missed it. But Mateus, oh. is, his shoulder strength is insane. But uh, so Hafthor won his third consecutive Arnold Classic strongman title. William Bonac uh, won his second, not in a row, but won his second Arnold Classic title. So that was really cool. Uh, a friend of mine, Alex Cambronero, won Classic Physique. It was great to see Alex win that. He was a former 
212 bodybuilder that switched over to classic physique. Um, well, he is a friend of the podcast, Alex so I'm Cameron not surprised. Arrow, he was successful. Podcast, he was, uh, that's what he was. He was using us as a source for strength. I think he was Andre Ferguson. He was won your his, dinner. Uh, his third men's physique. Who won Pure protein. Isa Isa Pacini, who I found out uh, I am seed. She's the current Miss Bikini Olympia. And I am seed, friend of the podcast. I am seed her first uh, her first pro DM show. Of the answer. And apparently, I said her my my friend J M Mannion gave me so much shit. He's like, you realize like everybody calls her Passini now because uh, she said, oh yeah, my first show in America. The MC said Passini, and everybody's gone with that. Oh. And it was funny because J M so J M came up to me on dinner on whatever on uh, <clears throat> was it Thursday night. And or it was Friday after after um, after the finals on Friday night, and he was like, "Oh, he's like, you know, uh, e, you know, Issa's going to be a favorite here." I'm like, "Yeah, I emceed her first show, her first pro show ever." I go, and JM. You? So that's exactly what <laughs> JM said. He goes, "Oh, so it was you." And JM fucks with me so much that I don't know, you know, when he's being serious. <laughs> and he goes, "So it was you," and I'm like, "What?" And his wife started laughing. She goes, "It was you," and I'm like, "What?" <laughs> And she goes, she said that in her first show in America, the MC messed up her name. <laughs> you ruined it, and damn it's it. it's supposed to be Pacini, like <laughs> with a C, it. you know? Yeah. But I said Pacini, and uh, and I messed it up, and like everybody's gone with Pacini. Yeah. And then so they start yeah. joking, like, yeah, it's, so it's Al Pacino. The, the, you know, the guy, <laughs> from, the guy from Scarface <laughs> and, and Godfather, Al Pacino, you know? but uh, Steve Buscemi. Oh. But she won bikini. Um, Natalia uh, Coelho Abrahamson won um, her second women's physique title. Natalia uh, Soltero won figure. Um, so a really good weekend at the, uh, the Arnold classic and, uh, I'm looking forward to going back next year. And, um, uh, so like you got to meet some real cool guys. Has there ever been anybody that's ever been kind of dickish or anything around you at the event? (laughs) No, that's a, that's a great question. And I get that a lot. People are like, Oh, have you ever, have you ever ran into somebody like famous or whatever, or even just like a a huge bodybuilder, you know, like were they, were they an asshole? And, and, uh, when I started in the industry, that was almost like, I don't want to say a risk, but kind of a fear. Fear, yeah, it was a fear. Because you're going to meet a lot of guys you look up to. I've been looking up to some of these guys my whole life. What if I meet one of them and they're like a total dick and like just—that's everyone's biggest fear. Ruined my childhood. But no, I I tell you what, it's it's been quite the opposite actually, because I get to see some behind the scenes stuff um, that a lot of people don't get to see, and so I've had very good experiences with all the guys I've looked up to, uh, all the athletes of today. You know, every once in a while, a fan will get a guy on a bad day, but you know, they're all human. You know, a lot of times fans will be a little bit rude about pushy, asking for yeah. pictures and autographs and stuff. So sometimes when you when you hear of a bodybuilder like, oh, this guy was a dick to me, it's like, you know, sometimes there's some context that's left out of that. But no, every everybody's been super cool. I got to uh, talk to uh, Triple H for just a very brief period of time to get my picture with him. So that was cool. He got a Lifetime Achievement Award. You and, put over uh, the podcast to him, right? Yeah. I mean, of anybody. Of did course. you spit the water in honor of him? Like, what? I, I did. I walked up to him and spit water in the air. No, but so you guys, you remember you remember the discussion we had like three weeks ago when I was talking about like Rick Springfield and yep. like Richard Marks and these famous musicians, and when you see them in concert, you just get it. Like why, why they're, they're famous. Star. Yeah. Triple H was presented a Lifetime Achievement Award by Arnold. And he's at he's at the Arnold Classic almost every year. He's done the announcing for the Mr. Olympia. He's a former Mr. New Hampshire. Oh. So he's really into bodybuilding. And they gave him a Lifetime Achievement Award. And the speech he gave 
um, was one of the most inspiring speeches I've ever seen, talking about you know the importance of being humble and working and giving back and tracing your dreams and having big dreams. Um, and, and that speech that Triple H gave was, you know, and especially for the Arnold, you know, with everything that happened that year and being down a little bit, his speech just just blew away the fans. And when you see that guy like Triple H and you see him in person and hear him talk, you just get it why he's where he's at. Yep, and just makes sense. You know what I'm saying? He was just, he's, you so know, you, he's, he's one of those guys, like, you know, he's at the top of the world, you know, one of the, yep. the, the biggest wrestlers of all time. And now he's running the WWE. And, you know, he's, and, and he's not just, and, and this is the thing that you guys got to understand. He's not just nice to people when there's cameras rolling or whatever, you know, I've seen him backstage when people come up and you can tell they're like super nervous, like, Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. And he's like, yeah, of course, you know, come on. And this yeah. isn't when there's cameras rolling. Cause it's easy. You know, obviously, you know, when there's cameras in your face easy. and you have to be nice, it's like, okay, put on a smile. There's a camera there. Right. But the one thing I will say that I see a lot in the bodybuilding industry, I've seen this with Jay Cutler more times than I can count. He's a friend of the podcast. Where Jay Cutler is a great friend Jay of the Cutler? podcast. No, not, I not the beers. But I've, I've seen that more <laughs> times than I can count with Jay Cutler where he's doing good stuff behind the scenes. I've seen a lot of good stuff with Flex Wheeler over the years with like fans. I remember we were in Germany one year, and we're all sitting down. It was me, Flex Wheeler, Dennis James, and Sean Ray, which is even weird for me to, to say, you know. Mm. But we're sitting down. Um, kind of in a bar area in Germany. And there are these kids standing probably like 10 feet away. And you could see they had pictures of Flex Wheeler in their hands. And they were just standing there. And they had their markers, like looking at him and like whispering so to we each other. <laughs> and looking and whispering. Because we were all just sitting there BSing. And finally, I'm like, Flex, I'm like, those kids have been standing there staring at you for like 10 minutes. And I just saw, because I didn't know if they were standing you there. You should have went over for there Sean or for, for Sean or for, yeah, for Dennis we or whatever. For yeah, yeah, yeah. But when I saw I had the picture of Flex, I'm like, Flex, just go over there. You know, and he's like, oh, yeah. So he walked over. And as he was walking over, the look on those kids' face was like fucking priceless because they were so nervous. Whether And they were being nice about it because they didn't right. want to interrupt his conversation. Yeah, they are being respectful and everything. And, and then I told you, know, and then Sean and Dennis, you know, Flex, hey, guys, come over here. So they hear these, you know, these kids got their pictures with whoever. Uh, you know, I said, Jay did last year at the Arnold Classic. Um, <clears throat> I was out in the hallway. I was actually just just there was stuff in my face at like one of the little stands and Jay was leaving and he had a kind of his people go ahead of him. And there was one person that like saw him and he was like in shock, you know, <laughs> and you could see his, his buddies like slapping him on the shoulder, like go, 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 go. Yeah, this you is your know? chance. And he's like, yeah. no, 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 no. You know, like, <laughs> and I, and sometimes I, I don't want to ever feel like I take it for granted, but you know, once you, you just look at it a little bit different, you know, but when you see like that level of excitement, his buddy's like, go, go, go. He's like, no, yeah. no, he's, he's not. He, he, I don't want to bother him. And his buddy's like, just go. And finally goes, uh, Jay, can I get a picture? And Jay's like, yeah, of course, man. Sure, sure, sure. He got his picture. And then Jay walks away. And then the response after, you know, when he looks at his phone, like, holy shit, I can't <laughs> believe it. So uh, that, well, that's how I was when I asked Mr. Wisconsin 2018 to get a picture back yeah. in the day. You know, <laughs> you know. I was like, Mr. Bay, Mr. Bay, can I have a pair of picture? Guy, guy, come here, guy. I'll, 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 I'll take it. I'll wrap up our Arnold Classic discussion, bodybuilding with that. I would say the overwhelming majority of all these guys are, are just great guys to be around. Um, and the thing about bodybuilding is, is it doesn't matter how big or how famous you get, you still have to work your ass off. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of hard work. The training is incredibly difficult. The dieting is incredibly hard. And so at no point do you get past really, really hard work. 
And I think they know that all the fans that are aspiring to be like them are, are, are they're putting in work too. And they respect that. Yeah, and these guys, it. these guys remember what it was, what it was like, you know, yeah. I mean, you have guys here, Dexter Jackson's been competing for over 20 years and you have guys there competing against him that have been looking up to him for his entire career. Mm-hmm. And, and you get fans that are, you know, God, I've spent the last 15 years of my life, like trying to be like you. And, and so these guys get it. And it's, uh, it's really cool to see. Yeah. Um, I mean, it kind of seems like the, um, the, the people who are at like a higher level or are at like the best at what they do, they always seem to be the nicest. Like you very rarely hear about a guy who's like a stud in the industry and is just a dick. That that is 100% true for bodybuilding, bodybuilding, the meatheads, the assholes, the douchebags in bodybuilding are, um, are always the people who, are like the wannabes, you know, yeah. the ones that couldn't make it, the ones that aren't there. They're jaded the ones for some reason. Jaded. Yeah. yeah. But uh, speaking of uh, speaking of Jay Cutler, we'll take an opportunity to send a, a shout out to Cutler Nutrition. Um, you guys can check out all those supplements at jaycutler.com. Andrew, the good Jay Cutler, not the shitty Bears quarterback. Who, hey, hey, hey. He was also a quarterback for the Broncos who and actually, Dolphins. Actually, a lot of people will argue that he had a lot of talent but just wasn't he, the right he did but he hit i will say who cares about the quarterback jay cutler <laughs> as the person the football player and the other jay cutler phenomenal guy he's hilarious and entertaining new clips from his uh wife's show very cavalier it's, it's all pretty, dave dude, has is he pretty funny you you watch hilarious. you, you okay. watch your show so all right, sorry, I'll, I'll stop. no 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 but <laughs> i'll stop ripping on the other jay cutler but anyhow no, you can keep ripping um, on the the uh the, the bodybuilding jay cutler i'm on board with his team uh for cutler nutrition so um that's an awesome thing for me uh great quality supplements and i, I know this sounds cliche for some people but you're not going to get somebody like jay cutler to put his name on stuff if it's not awesome so you can check out all the cutler nutrition products at www.jcutler.com drop down menus go for supplements use the code bay you're going to get 11 percent off everything if they're running a bigger sale like 20 percent off at the time nice. and use the code you're going to get that 20 percent off so if it's regular retail price you're going to get 11 percent off all the time but if they're running a big sale still use that code um you still get a good sale but, uh, yeah, also big shout-out to, to all of our friends at S-Force Watches. They are running a huge sale right now. It's Dude, like amazing fi- watches. 50% amazing. off. 50% off. Andrew, i got to get you, like, 10 of them. I'm, gonna be stu- oh, I'm looking stunting. forward to it. But, 50% uh, off? They're running 50% Holy off, so they're going to be doing some new stuff. Um, so uh, a lot of exciting stuff coming from S-Force you Watches. You think my wrist is up. big enough oh, <laughs> to pull that off? I don't know. Quinn, you're a, a big dude. I don't know if I got the wrist size. His arms are small. I've been watching Strongman all weekend. You know how I feel about (laughs) myself? I've never felt so skinny fat in my life. 54 inch waist. Come on. But but no, this is their, this is their, this is uh, a big sale earlier on in the year. They like, they do a handful of sales each year. You know, you'll do Black Friday, you'll do Christmas. Right now we're rolling into spring. Um, So they haven't done a big sale in three, you know, since basically since Christmas. So we're talking about three months. Um, since the Christmas sale. So uh, a big sale, 50% off a lot of the watches. So not a better time uh, to go get your hands on a nice sports watch. Time is now. Um, being that they're doing 50% off, I don't even need to give you any code because my code's not going to give you any more than 50% <laughs> off. So just check out sforcewatches.com. Get yourself some dope wristwear. Awesome. Dope wristwear. Well, you know, there was the Arnold Classic this weekend. There was also another UFC pay-per-view this weekend. 
Holy shit. So did you guys... E.T. phoned home. <laughs> by the end of the match. Uh, Jesus There was apparently Christ, an Andrew. alien in a UFC fight. <laughs> did you guys see... What what do we said? Uh, Joanna Jerzyk... 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 Joanna, JJ, we'll call her JJ, JJ. Polish fighter, 32-year-old yep. female fighter out of Poland, Joanna, jo- jo- Joanna Jerzyk. Um, it's written she, on the board. Yeah, so... Uh, it's, it's written on it's, the board. How can you not read that yeah, so Yeah, but it's, it's written on the board, but you still... every letter in the alphabet. You still can't, you still can't sounds, pronounce it. Sounds stretching, Dave. But so anyhow, um, she was uh, fighting the reigning champion. Um, she took a couple of shots to her forehead and it swelled up like I've never seen a forehead swell up. Now you got to see these fight clips because she took a dead shot punch like straight to the forehead, which is rare in UFC. But she had a couple of crazy shots, guys. Go Google the pic. Go Google UFC uh, two forty eight Joanna. Uh, the pictures of her head. It's like nothing you've ever seen before. I mean, it was it was it was fucking crazy. I've never seen. Anybody's head no, swell, to up swell up like up to that. You level. watch her forehead just jiggle. Yeah, her <laughs> whole forehead. You could see the fluid behind it yeah, and everything. It's pretty gross. And the fight, she she put up a good fight. Yeah. So usually, like you see somebody who's beat up like that, and they just got like fucking decimated, like a total one side fight. But I think she was fighting up a weight class, and and I know you guys hear me say this a lot. I've become a casual UFC fan. God, that has to be the next T-shirt. <laughs> Ding. Casual fan. Ah, that's a good shirt. It just casual, says casual fan. fan. That's our new <laughs> casual fan. But uh, so I don't follow UFC like I used to. So I don't know all these fighters uh, as, as well as I once did. But, um, you know, you've seen fights where people look like they got hit by a bus. And usually it's a pretty one-sided fight. This is a split decision at the end. Uh, so uh, she just took a couple shots to the forehead. Now, shots to the forehead, you can take. Look, if anybody's ever been punched in the forehead or the top of the head or kind of like the side of the head above the ear, you can it. take. I recommend it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You can take a pretty hefty shot to the forehead, and it's not going to really do anything to you uh, as far as your your. You know, it's not going to make you dizzy or, or well, get you Well, we've all whatever. seen Brian Dennehy in the uh, cinematic classic movie Gladiator, oh, where he was telling the, telling the kid, yeah, t- forehead's the hardest part of the human body, and he was baiting him into throwing punches, and he would duck his head, and the kid was breaking his hand on his forehead. Yeah, you're not hurting. Tremendous that. movie. That's, well, my, when I was younger in martial <laughs> arts and stuff, my brother always taught me, if you have your hands tied up and for some reason you can't protect your face, just dip your head down, let them hit you in the forehead. Right. It does nothing. It hurts your hand more. But yep. it's still sw- Swolled up, or swelled up, swelled up, swolled up. Swole sounds better. Swolled up, swole like. Go look uh, at the pictures. Watch. We'll we'll drop some in some of these clips or whatever. Um, but it was I've never seen somebody's head. The memes were, uh, the memes were pretty vicious. Oh, poor girl. Yeah, they got yeah, out there like, like showing like she also ET, had former knowledge, aliens, <laughs> like former <laughs> knowledge. But uh, anyhow, crazy, uh, crazy shit. Yeah, well, it, um, it is impressive to see just what the human body can take. And and I don't want to <laughs> jump back too far, but that was something that really struck me about the Arnold was you're thinking about the human skeletal structure bringing a thousand pounds up and all this force and mass just coming down to like, you know, your heels and your toes and your ankles. And the fact that the human body can support that, it just starts to blow your mind after a while. I've always wondered, I've always wondered why ESPN doesn't do a sports science and maybe they have, and I just missed it, but why do they don't do a sports science with like half Thor and talk about the power that he's able to, 
to generate, generate when he's right. doing like you know it's they incredible. could show him doing this bag toss and the power that needs to be generated to launch a 90 pound object <laughs> you know over a 15 pound he could have thrown that fucker over a 20 pound 20 foot oh, bar easy, yeah. easy. Um, like the way you showed it, he cleared it just yeah. fine it didn't even look like he tried no it. he was he was it was crazy but it would be really cool to see a sports science showing the, yeah. the the power of some of these top strength athletes. Yeah, like where's it generated? God, what you know, what muscles are on? doing it? I, yeah, it I, don't sports science, I don't think it's been uh, on every for a while. once in a while they do like an ESPN. Thing I watched uh, I watched sports a really Center. cool sports science once on why girls throw like girls, which was uh, which was very interesting on why because they didn't have good fathers to show them how to throw. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck. <laughs> that no, it was because so well, when, have you when seen you, when Dave you, throw? When you throw a ball, there has to be a perfect sink of right, thirty I'm yards. Gonna, we're gonna stand up here. Okay. When you throw a ball, there has to be a perfect sink of coming off your back foot, turning your torso, and releasing the arm. Okay, you guys gotta see this live. Off oh the yeah, back the good foot, thing you're doing this two weeks before we go with video. Torso and twist. I'll redo this for everybody. There torso twist. See what I'm saying? Torso twist. Now look what happens if I keep my feet and I just do the torso and the arm. Oh, there it is. Also, Dave's a lady. Or, or <laughs> if, or if I do my feet and my arm, but no torso. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's what they were saying: is men uh. are naturally better at putting together those three things. And if one of them is missing, if you just have the torso and the arm, it's very much throwing uh. like a girl. Obviously, if you just have the the torso and your legs, and you kind of don't extend, it's, it's so so so. <laughs> How do you explain then Philip Rivers? So if you're the way st- that he throws a football. If you're at home, try these and you will get the feel for it. So there's three pieces. Extending off your back foot, twisting your torso, and then extending your arm all in the perfect sync. And practice doing just two of those at one time. Don't move your feet. Just turn your torso and your arm. You'll get that. You'll get that. Oh, my I should dad have been recording never, this. My dad never taught me to throw. But uh, <laughs> anyhow. Good wow. news is, is she's... She's good. She, I'll tell you what's is, not good news, good. Dave. Well, because like as big as her forehead got, that still went to a split decision. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, she was really her forehead got, got me, Mick. Got me. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Waterfall. <laughs> Surprising, surprisingly, no significant injuries. No, there wasn't. Just, uh, just well, swelling. Well, that's just you know, to her that, ego. That's the main She's thing, lucky. that she ended up being, being fine and healthy. After. You know what's not lucky, Dave? Tell me. So anybody who was getting excited about the new 2021 Ford Bronco, those people aren't lucky because the leaked photos that came out of the new Ford Bronco look absolutely nothing like the concept photos. So I would say maybe, Dave, it's got to be about two years, guys, maybe about two years ago. Concept photos came out for the new, what was supposed to be 2020 Ford Bronco. And I believe The Rock had one in uh, Rampage. Rampage. Yep. So it was a really badass two-door SUV. Kind of almost looked like a little bit more like some of the old two-door Yukons than a, a Bronco even. But it was this really boxy. it was this really badass two-door boxy concept bronco again he had the rock had it in rampage and there was so much excitement about it and a couple of weeks ago we started seeing all the spy photos where it had like the camouflage cover on it and i'm like that's not the shape at all of that bronco <laughs> and so we just had photos come out leaked of the new bronco and the smaller bronco sport and shocking like the auto industry always does to us doesn't look anything like the cool concept 
I, I, I was so excited <laughs> about this Bronco. My stepdad, Richard Phillips, had a red two-door Yukon. Yeah. Oh, God, Richard kept this thing in good fucking <laughs> well, shape. Well, as he should. Richard kept this Yukon in good shape. And uh, I love the two-door SUVs. It was kind of one of the reasons I got my FJ when I got it, even yeah. though that had the clamshells. Uh, they can be pretty inconvenient. <laughs> the <two-door laughs> they're SUVs. badass. You got to crawl in the back yeah. seat still. Um, but the yeah, original, I didn't even think they made two-door vehicles anymore, other than like you know sports, sports cars. cars. Yeah, yeah, I don't know that there's any two-door SUVs anymore. Mm. Well, then, uh, well, even like uh, sedans. Well, yeah, I mean, would you? Just, they don't I mean, make the FJ I'm anymore. I'm just not pulling up that picture. Yeah. Wow. Well, see, <laughs> I like. Which picture are you pulling up? The original uh, no, Condi? Ba- no, the yeah. Uh, look the at the look one. at yeah, that. Thing. It, see, looks I mean, like Jeep, looks, it looks like a Jeep Renegade. Well, yeah, no, yeah. no the 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 big one, the 2021, looks like the old throwback 70s Bronco. It looks kind I've of. Got it no reminds me of an it. international scout. Yeah, it has that old uh, you know throwback what, look. The, the big it. one kind of has a throwback cars, look. Cars, cars. It has a bit of a throwback look. To, when I look at it, I see an old international scout because it's a yeah. four door vehicle. So it right. doesn't look. A Bronco was never a four door vehicle. A Bronco no. was always two door. So it looks more like an international scout to me. But the um, the, the two door concept. Yeah. If you go Google Bronco concept, twenty twenty Bronco concept, or even I think if you Google uh, Bronco and uh, Rampage. Um, I think it has an image. Let's see. Bron- yeah, I mean, I think, but you Bronco, know, I, I tried typing in Bronco <laughs> Rampage and it gave me Bronco, it gave me Bronco Nagurski. Bronco Ramiro, which brought up Ramiro Delgado, which is some Mexican like musician. Well, with, well let's play a little. Let's yeah, hear it. Let's hear it. Yeah, I'm Bronco sure he's a Rampage. friend of the podcast. Let's no, but see. You, you know, they always have to walk that fine line Look between this being thing. too far extreme yet. Still having a classic look, and I can see it because you know they're looking at it from a convenience, like you were saying, Dave, with the clamshells. Okay, so this in your was FJ. even. This was I can even. See where they went with the four door. I'm sorry, I don't mean to talk over you, but that's what we that's, do here. That's right. Here is the 2020. <laughs> here is the four door 2020 Bronco concept. Yeah, see, that looks like the old like '97 Broncos. That still looks more badass. badass. So yeah. we're looking at all the concept, and they, they, like I said, the auto industry does this shit all the time. Oh, we got a cool concept car. All right, fucking make it. People love it. No, we're gonna not make it as cool. Yeah, you know, it, or not right away. Chicago at that Chicago show. I feel like they have all those cool concept cars, right? Yeah. And you're like, oh, I can't wait to that. They should make that, right? Or I can't wait to and see. They that. never fucking do, and they never make it. They're yeah. like, that's why it's a concept. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's a concept. Then they look into it and see how much it might cost and how much profit they get off of it. Yeah, so I mean, then they kind of tweak it you know, they, and whatever. They might because I mean, Rampage that one probably it looked amazing, but. You know, is it going to be affordable Dude, for the everyday person? The blue version of the original two-door yeah, the original. Bronco concept. Fucking just is, awesome. is that a concept? Because that looks like somebody just took like a... No, it's got different lines on the side. I was thinking it looked like a 97 oh, Bronco that, that they just threw a different grill trend. on it. But yeah, yeah that's bad. No, everybody had these pictures. Yeah. Motor Trend, Road yeah, and Track. Everybody had them. Everybody had them. And they did it, renderings in different colors. Click stuff. bait. You know, with this leaked <laughs> photo... I think I think the front end is throwing me off with the rest of the body because of the rounded headlights. The you don't rounded think it headlights. They went, the they went pretty retro with yeah, the headlights. I feel like they went rounded just with the front, and then the rest of it yeah, is just all square. St- but that, that's how it was, though. I mean, they're, it, it's mm-hmm. like when they brought back the Mustang in two thousand and eight. Oh, I think yeah, they had like, the, and it was very much like a sixties, late sixties era Mustang. Now, now they've kind of gotten away from it. The lines have gotten 
kind of stretched out a little bit in the front end, so, so it's a little I'm bit just different. Showing, I'm just showing Quinn right now some yeah. of the, uh, like the, the spy photos where they had, like, the camouflage yeah, the camo they draped over okay. it. And when I saw these originally, when I saw the spy photos with the camo draped over it, I knew right away, like, this does not look anything like the concept Bronco. Well, like, they're trying, not even close. They're trying to piggyback off a Toyota that has the camo green on all their like TRDs oh, of and all the, their stuff. And the and desert sand uh, yeah, color. The, they the, go with. the the camo green has been a high seller yeah, for that, me. That Everybody green wants gray it. Hey, is hey, really Angie, popular. No, no, too. no. That's not that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the, the I'm sorry. I didn't he means like I, the, the I shape. didn't I didn't oh, show yeah. Andrew the, the picture. The yeah. the, like the spy <laughs> see, no 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 I'm the, the spy camo shit they put on it. I talked oh, about it wrong. Okay, Anyhow okay. I called it spy camo. I was saying, Andrew was thinking like regular like like a camo paint style, but you guys know what I'm talking about where they drape like the really yes. ugly like pattern. Can't see the lines like whatever, it. so you can't see the lines. So that's what I was talking about, like okay. the spy camo. I've never seen anything like that but, before where they but no Andrew, I will I will completely go off in left field and let you know that I really do like Toyota's uh, Army Green, their sandstone color. They're they're like they're like stone gray. Yeah, that concrete gray is yeah. pretty pretty sharp. Concrete gray stone. So what's gray. the Oaks uh, next vehicle going to be? Is Fuck he already man. is already planning? Already thinking down the road? You know the Impala's. Uh, I'm not. Truck. Uh, yeah, truck. No, guy. I'll probably. Uh, I'll uh, that '91 Ranger that uh, Quinn has been. How about a '91 Ranger with a hey, flat back? I'll sell no, it to you. I'll sell it to you for for five hundred bucks. Oh, he's <laughs> trying to make a three hundred dollar profit <laughs> off me. <laughs> That's friend price. Some guy. uh, So my first car in high school was a 79 Cutlass. We talked about this. And then I owned a 78 Monte Carlo. So I'm always kind of like looking around to see like people selling one. It's and it's funny how you 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 want the cars you yeah, had in high school. Fuck if yeah. the people who own seventy nine Cutlasses aren't just out in left field with how much they want. For oh them. yeah, they're pretty. Oh, crazy. I was telling you, seventy nine Cutlass for six guys, six grand. <laughs> Nobody's paying you. I've seen guys on Craigslist trying to sell like eighty four Cutlasses for like ten thousand, twelve thousand yeah. dollars. I put a three fifty in that thing with three fifty turbo it's trans. Like, okay, so it runs. <laughs> That's I what get. you're telling me. If you're selling, if you're trying to sell it, an eighty four, there's there's no eighty four Cutlass for twelve thousand. Unless it was like brand new off the lot and didn't have any miles on it, and even then nobody would fucking want it. Yeah, like there's yeah. a meme with uh, Jim where he's writing something on the poster board. He's like, "No one is going to pay you ninety five hundred dollars for a two thousand three Tahoe with two hundred fifty six thousand miles." It's on crazy, it. like and, uh, it's, it's so like yeah, it's exactly. Jim from the office. Yeah. Yep. it's crazy, like how much some guys want for their older cars. But I wonder if they just put a price out there and hope some idiot will uh, yeah, snag they, it. Yeah, yeah, you just you throw it out there. I mean, like, dude, I'll give you a thousand. Yeah, Quinn's like, there's, plenty there's a black a cutlass out there with red interior. Well, there wasn't a lot of good-looking cars in the 80s when you look back at it now. Yeah, yeah. You had the Buick Grand National. You had the Cutlass. I mean, the, 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 the Mustangs and the Camaros Kit. and the Trans Ams were all shit. Yeah. What? You didn't like Kit? Kit they, they, they don't hold up. Let's put it that way. <laughs> the old Trans Am. <laughs> but anyhow, man, I should fucking... I should... Uh, I should just keep my Impala and buy like an older Cutlass or something. But no, that's I really like thought you were going to say an older pickup truck. I really did. I thought it was coming. You think I would take an, a 91 Ranger I'm over? I'm not saying it's be a 91 Ranger. What about the other ones I sent you? Be... I sent you a couple that were like three grand. No. They're ready I, uh, to go. I will. My next vehicle will likely be a large, large SUV. Um, mm. And all four runners, the, the way to go. Ex- the extended expedition. He said big, not midsize. Yeah, no. I would like a, I would like a suburban or a Yukon XL. 
yep. is what I would like. Um, as oh, far as how get them weather tech mats in the back for the puppies. Oh, yeah, nice. Beautiful. Ten yeah, miles to the gallon. Well, you know, yeah. <laughs> if, if you're buying Fucking a truck, like, if you're buying a truck yeah, my like FJ, that, my FJ gas mileage doesn't matter. FJ, FJ cruisers are notorious for being terrible. <laughs> It's like a 3.6, but it's like geared so low that yeah. once you get over like 40 miles an hour, it's just sucking gas. A lot of, a lot of torque on that one. There was. Geared man. low, yeah. God, I would love to get an FJ again, but they're just so like impractical as well, far as We watched over the top seat. that one time, and what year was that of a forerunner he was driving? Oh, The God. kid was driving? Yeah, the convertible. That, yeah, yeah. Was that only made that, I think, like one or two years. Yeah, was it like, like 85 or 86 80 or something? I kind of want to look for that and just want to get a gist of that just so I can pull up. Be like, I'm about to go over the top, guys. <laughs> like, <sighs> really? You spent that much for one joke? So, yeah. yeah. But it, then they'd say, "But you're not even a car guy, Andrew." Uh, yeah, I know. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. well, I'm gonna keep my fingers crossed. But if those are the legit spy photos, and I th- or not leaked, those photos are leaked. You know, sometimes when you see it in person, You'd seen in person. I was just gonna say, seen it in person. The other makes thing, a big I, the difference. other thing I will say about those Broncos is. I want to see one done up with a lift kit and large wheels and tires. Cause I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. A stock Jeep Wrangler, a four door stock Jeep Wrangler is one of the ugliest vehicles in the world. <laughs> until, until you put aftermarket wheels on it. You put a little bit of a lift, you put yep. a new bumper on it. Um, those things can be badass. Well, of course um, you put like 36 ty- inch tires on anything. It can make, it, it looks pretty, pretty bad. But Jeep Wranglers. A, or a, you're a, just a, like a, rolling your a eyes A Jeep Wrangler it. done up right is hands down one of my favorite vehicles. I think they can look so incredible. A Jeep Wrangler off the factory stock. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's the worst thing in the world ever. And yeah. their truck is even worse. The, Ooh, the, the pickup truck. Fugly. The, no, no, no. But the pickup, have you seen them done up? No, I haven't oh, seen anybody there was, doing that. There was a car dealer when I was in L.A. that had, like, three of them on the lot, like, fucking done up, the big 36-inch tires yeah. and shit. Oh, oh, see what I'm interested oh, in. Oh, <laughs> oh, uh, guy. Well, that, that, hey, that, that would, oh, God, would I count it as a pickup? If you bought it, I'd count it as a pickup if truck. I bought it. So you could, so you could but roll no, but up those in Richard things, Phillips' driveway and be like, things, look, got a yeah. pickup. Those new Jeep, what are they, Commander? No. Uh, Comanche? Command, no. uh, uh, Gladiator. Gladiator. Yeah. Jeep Gladiator. Uh, stock with the stock wheels and tires yeah, are fucking way. terrible. Yeah. Done up. <laughs> they had three of them on the lot. They had like a, I think it was a gray one. They had, God, like a, like one of the green ones. And I, God, I want to say it was an orange or some shit. Just fucking done up. And they were, they were badass. But there was, you know, there's, the thing is that's, you're, that's another $20,000 in accessories yeah. and wheels and stuff. So, well, you know, what I'm wondering with the Bronco is, aside from the looks, are they going to pack the correct technology in it? Am I going to have locking differentials the ver- all the way the around? Sport version, High, low range, you the know? Sport what version kind of prob- touch screen the sport is it version. Have? <laughs> <laughs> I had to throw that Kids in this day with <laughs> touch right, screens right, in their car. Because I remember someone in this group, when they got their vehicle, was like, it has everything I want in it electronically. God damn right. <laughs> I thought you were going to go with Quinn. It's oh, got everything oh, I want. Got, it's got everything <laughs> I want. Quinn's it, like, Quinn's like, ice cold air. <laughs> <laughs> if it had manual windows, it'd be a king. It blows, oh, the air, the air blows ice cold. I got ice my cassette cold. player. I'm good. <laughs> Rusty like, but trusty. Quinn's like, oh, it's got that fancy dancy FM radio. Ooh. <laughs> it's got the tape deck where you remember the CD players had the headphone jack thing that was actually went into like a tape. That yeah. you, you, could put, you could play you could play CDs. CDs. 
CDs and on on your CD player. You used to have to put so your, much out of it. You used to have to put your disc man on your lap when you were driving, pretend you were the guy from Iron Eagle, but then you'd go over a bump and your disc man would slide all over the place. That was the absolute worst, wasn't oh, it, guys? That was the worst. I tell you what, man, and I, I, I don't, I don't joke about um, huge joke about texting and driving because of the dangers, and I'll, I'm guilty just like everybody else is of doing. I shouldn't say everybody else, but I'm guilty of doing it. I try to be smart about it, but people talk to a lot today about texting and driving but holy shit like flipping through a cd book trying to find <laughs> your right <laughs> your right manual or your yeah. cd what falls between Dave? your seat not only did yeah. you lose your cd but you know that fucking thing is getting all scratched, scratched. up no i dropped my kid rock cd one of my cds got stuck in his truck yeah, it's still in there. It's still in the CD the, player. The six disc changer. Yeah. Well, I remember what, my what truck. CD I is it? What CD is we, it? We uh, the song that we were trying to listen to. What <laughs> CD was is it? Was it a tattoo? No. We, well, it was what it, CD? No, is it was a it? mix. It was like ten songs. Oh, CDR. There was a mix that Dave made for me. It was a, it was a mix. <laughs> tattoo God. by Van Halen, and then uh, good old theme music of HBK. That's right. <laughs> the sexy boy oh, song. You had that on a mix. CD, hold on, hold no, on. No, Dave, no, 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 Dave's no, driving no. back and forth Dave, through no. Lisbon, Why pumping Sean Michael. Have that, dude. Yeah, we listened to Tattoo by Van Halen, uh, what ten times in a row on the way to the tour. It was on record on the way to. Yeah, you know how the Touch Tunes has a rap, so it was a record. <laughs> oh, you did that too. Times straight. So, Van Halen tattoo. Okay, so let me. This is straight dick. <laughs> so you made, so you made like normal mix CDs with like. Van Halen and like other music, and then also on your normal mix CDs, you dropped in like WWE theme yes, songs sir. on your mix CD. So HBK, me. Sexy Boy, everyone loves it. Who wouldn't have done that? I mean, I've done that all the time. You just sprinkle them in there so that your friends HBK's in the car. theme song, <laughs> like you'd be jamming out to like pour some sugar on me or like Panama. I'll say, oh, I'm a I sexy boy. I know I'm sexy. Boy. <laughs> I'm not your boy, Todd. <laughs> and she knows all the words. Holy I'm not shit. ashamed to say I do. You had a mixtape, just a random WWE theme song tossed oh, in. Oh, God, you know it. And I'm not the only one out there. I'm sure there's tons God. of other people that do have that. Chime in and let us know if you've done it. You Plenty guys, of friends of the you podcast. Guys are losers. No. Hey, hey, don't be lumping at me with these oh, knuckleheads. Whatever, I'm, I'm what, over here. Whatever, casual fan. <laughs> Speaking of casual. Uh, casual? Yeah. Well, how about uh, the brewer is going to be giving casual payments <laughs> to Christian Yelich <laughs> till 2042? Oh, our Milwaukee Brewers, I tell you, Antanasio's got it figured out. We're going to make a run. Well, we wanted to make sure we got the best player in at least the National League because some will argue that. We got uh, Ryan Braun wrapped up. <laughs> well, some will argue. <laughs> that threw me off. Now I can't remember the name of the guy for the Angels. That's really good. Right. Tony he, Danza was great in Angels in the Outfield. Uh, <laughs> Tony Danza. That's what I said. You said Danza. Did I say Danza? <laughs> The little fucking kid. And now, flapping. ever the since kid, then, they the mispronounced Tony Danza's name. <laughs> the little kid flapping his arms in the outfield. Yeah. Well, that was. The team uh, just sucks until he sees angels in the outfield. <laughs> God, what a, what a shit movie. Just like the, the Sandlot. Angel. You're thinking of Mike hey! hey, the Sandlot, whatever. Yeah, hey, I'm not trying to get us off topic here. This and, guy just compared. All right, all right. Okay, okay, okay. So, okay. You're the, thinking of Mike Trout. Mike Trout, thank you. Mike Trout is highly regarded as uh, one of the best players in the league. Did you say Mike Trout? 
Well, I was putting his name together pretty quick. But Yelich is the best player in the National League, even better than I think Bryce Harper because he's an all-around better player. I'd agree to that. So they'll be Clearly. paying him until 2042 when he'll become 50 years old. What the? What do you hold on? What the? Like, I'm a casual baseball fan. <laughs> I okay. didn't know you could do that. <laughs> what the fuck do you mean they're going to be paying him until 20? Well, as, what as, kind of contract is this? As a lot of people have heard, there's the Bobby Bonilla Day on July 1st. I don't gets, know what that is. Explain to people for what, real. He gets a 1.2 million dollar payday every July 1st from the Mets. When did and he it retire? Goes until 2028. Like 10 years ago? Yeah. It, it started <laughs> as no a 25-year so, contract. So, but there's no 11. salary cap in Major League Baseball, is there? Yeah, but there is a fee. There is there's a, a, like a, a This a isn't fee? the correct term because I'm a casual baseball fan. Exactly. Luxury tax. Yeah. Luxury, tax. Luxury tax, yeah. royalty fee. Yeah, which the Yankees and so Red Sox and Dodgers are fine with paying every year because they make millions upon millions in revenue. So they Whereas give the a Brewers guy. So Yelich's contract, really, you're not even joking. Well, his actual contract is $250 million over a nine Nine years with the team calls for the Brewers to defer four million each year from his twenty-six million annual salary from twenty twenty-two to twenty-eight. The deal includes a twenty million mutual option for twenty-nine with a six and a half million buyout, and two million of the buyout would be deferred. If the buyout what is owed, the thirty million is deferred money that would be paid in twelve installments of two and a half million each July first from twenty thirty one to forty two. Well, if the buyout is not owed, Yelich would receive twenty eight sh- million and eleven installments of two point three three two two three three each July first from thirty one to forty one. A final payment of, of he won't end up 42. broke. Hopefully, what kind of janky contract is this? That's the, that's some shyster stuff right there. Dave, I got something for you. That's, and I mean, it would be just out. amazing. I got something for you. Oh, boy. You got? I got something for you. Play it for me. <laughs> it's on my phone, too. Hang on. Okay, oh. play it for me. This isn't weird at all. Just Raw's entrance theme. What, what a letdown, Dave. Raw, raw intro theme. Oh, it's not I even had, a good one. It's I not had even a this, good one. I had one the, and no, one. Let, blah, me, blah, blah, blah. let me finish. No, I had it. I had the raw intro theme on one of my lifting mixtapes because I liked it. Oh, you did. I always liked the the SmackDown. Marilyn but I Manson only used one. it at the gym. <laughs> I didn't have it on my mixed <laughs> a mixtape in my car. You had this fucking stuff planned for everybody. You know what, Andrew? Hold on. Stop. I promise you from this second right now, (laughs) we will finish out the podcast as you are now listening to the HBK theme song all the way for the next couple minutes as we go on through the podcast. Andrew, play it from the start. Let let the audience hear how great this song is. I got to get it back to the... You know your toe tap. Dave, I see your toes moving. Oh, they are moving. (laughs) (laughs) It's face right now. Just singing along, folks. Singing along. I can't believe I'm hanging out with these fucking guys. (laughs) Hold on, it gets better. We haven't even hit the guitar yet. Hang on, all right, hang on. Hold on, Dave. Hang on, hold on. There's one more, uh, one more verse because he thinks he's hot. (laughs) 
This is some shit. Hold on. I Dave. wonder how many listeners we're losing right now. Oh no, we just gained some. <laughs> <laughs> right now saying Guys that bad It's a podcast Guys get on the podcast Right away Call your friends <laughs> Playing Shawn Michaels Entrance music Hold on The guitar The guitar solo Dave in. Guitar solo is coming Right now Dave God. Are you ready for this I am here we go Tickle, Tickle those keys Tickle those keys That's fucking When you're playing The piano Same thing No it's not The same thing at all Remotely <laughs> Tickle those keys. I won't. So I think we should have for uh, okay, later on in the podcast. It. Just fucking just for our, our next podcast. I think we need to have. Uh, we'll go around the table here we, for we, next time. Most embarrassing. Right. Oh, I thought you were going to say uh, favorite emba- entrance no, <laughs> Most embarrassing music on your uh, gym, like mix, whatever. Oh, you guys well, just yeah, heard I mean, it. It's a track. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's kind of weird because it's like I have every song on my phone just ready to go. So it could, you could just run into a live version of like Linkin Park where they have a slower song, and oh, I'll play it that's while I'm lifting those. I do. That's the raw theme you need, Dave. That's the good one right there. His eyes just rolled in the back of his I'm, head like Undertaker. It was r- weird. It just reminded me of high school for a minute there. <laughs> yeah. Remind me of middle school oldie. Uh, yeah. I'll tell you. You know. You know what I miss. Oh boy! God, I should. Can you say it in ten this. seconds? Yeah, bench seats and cars. Front, oh. front bench seats. That's what I had in the '88 Cutlass Supreme. Kids these days just they don't. They're never. They have they don't don't a, a young man in the year 2020 that's 16 years old going on a date. He's not. He's never gonna. You know. He's never gonna experience that. There's always a fucking console. Everybody's wearing their seatbelt. Never the slide on over. Not, yep. Arm, well, arm around. He, yeah. He's wearing. Yeah, a, he's wearing that. a scrunchie on his hand, so he well, probably those, wouldn't get any anyways. No. Oh, good point. Yeah. Good callback. Hey, well, <laughs> see you. Good callback. Andrew, you fucking. Ladies dick. and gentlemen, don't forget to subscribe <laughs> right now to the Bad Medicine Podcast YouTube channel. Subscribe to all of our stuff on Spotify, <laughs> Apple Podcasts. We are on everything. Andrew. <laughs> Sorry. We're, Control we're yourself, <laughs> damn it. We're watching Hall and Oats. I'm going to inject them with a bad medicine podcast. And Andrew brought up Be a video of somebody actually tickling the keys, Dave. <laughs> what it properly is. Andrew knows what's up with Hall so and Oats. So there we go. looks like Eric cords. LaSalle in Coming to America. I'm waiting for him to throw a strawberry shake at somebody. <laughs> <laughs> so there we go. For the Appleton Oak, Mason Quinn, Diamond Dave, the answer. Good night. We'll see you on YouTube! Hey, what's up? It's the ODB, and you're listening to the Bad Medicine Podcast. Boom!